0: Good day and welcome to the Game Central Podcast, episode 16. That's a whole 16 episodes of gaming talk, four months of informative discussion. Or if you really like your statistics, it's around 24 hours of non-stop wizardry from our mouths into your ears. That's a lot of talk, isn't it, guys?
1: A yeah. reasonable amount. It's, uh, it's kept me going.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, if you were to listen to all the podcasts back to back, it would take you an entire day to get through them. That's that's quite a beautiful thing, really, isn't it?
1: Yeah. don't know why you'd want Thank to. You. Maybe skip those first few hours of the day. They're a bit rough, but I reckon you'd have a nice dinner time and tea time.
0: Or if you suffer from insomnia and you rock backwards and forwards on your bed at night, then maybe give us a listen. I'm not saying it will send you to sleep, but you'll have a really (laughs) good time listening. Win-win. Win-win. Or if you feel like me and have lost a protective bud of the left earphone, then just into one ear, your right one. So this week, I have unfortunately lost the bud to my headphones. You know the little ones that go in your ear? Hmm. The little plastic bits popped off, and I can't find it for the life of me. And uh, it's just really stressing me out now. I could go and get another one, but there's no shops that sell Ah. just one bud.
1: Damn it. I picked up something off my floor, and I thought it was like a little thingy of rubber, but it was made of chocolate, and now my hands are covered in melted chocolate.
0: Oh my god. That sounds like a sad dream. (laughs) (laughs) and maybe a euphemism for your life in general
1: Oh, I dropped on the floor again Lick it up
0: No, (laughs) People starving in the world They can have it if they want It's just discarded
1: chocolate all over the floor (laughs) Well it was Easter and I get a bit Yeah, about two weeks to go That's why I (laughs) was was so surprised that it was chocolate and not little rubber You know like when you have something you need to keep stable on a surface and have like little rubber feet on it yeah. It looked exactly like something like that, and I was like, oh, I'll pick that up, and then it and started melting.
0: You sound disappointed to find out that it wasn't, Pat. I like playing with things. <laughs> <laughs> okay, excellent. So, <laughs> hopefully we won't hear you playing with things throughout the podcast. Oh, dear. Right, so sixteen, then 16 is such a landmark. If you're a human being, there is so much that opens up to you. Sex, drugs, knives... Guns, and driving all become legal, and it's a very exciting... Did you just undo your zip?
1: I'm... Okay, I'm going in my bag and getting oh, some wet God. wipes out. I've got that chocolate wipe. all over
0: my hands! You actually withdrew your gland from your pliers. <laughs> Can you please put it back?
1: I don't want to get chocolate over everything.
0: Why on earth do you have wet wipes in your bag? <laughs> right, okay.
1: <laughs> this will change your life, right? Okay. Take wet wipes with you everywhere you go, right? On the off chance you need a poo in public, right? Because nice. every bit of the high street. Because no no place buys quality toilet paper that's like open to the public, right? Yeah. So then you just use a wet wipe on your. Bits. But in
0: Iceland, I've done that before, Gareth. Um, but I find that your sphincter stays moist for a lot longer than I would uh, would like.
1: My sphincter stays moist for too long.
0: Yeah. Wait. Don't you find that if you use wet wipes and you can't really wipe it properly and it just feels
1: like you're smearing it everywhere rather than wiping it off. Well no because you use the regular shitty toilet paper to like get rid of oh, the chuff nuts. Sorry, and you clean up clean up the mess and then you dab it with the regular there's a process, Rob. Anyway process. that's why well, now
0: after the podcast uh maybe show me over Skype. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll get it as moist as I can before then.
0: Oh yes. Yeah. That's why this week, the podcast will be entering into a more adult-orientated theme. (laughs) So if you don't swearing, talking about sex, or insults towards Guy, then I suggest you turn off right now. (laughs) For everyone else still listening, you have been warned. On with the show! Right, so Gary's just putting his wet wipes away and doing his flyers back up. Yep, I'm all ready to go. Ready? Your hands are all clean now. Cleaner. Are they scented or
1: unscented? They do smell alright. They also still kind of smell of chocolate, which is quite good.
0: There you go, that's nice. Now, for a show to be interesting, like our one is right now, and for discussions <laughs> to be undertaken, you need more than one person. Preferably three. And the first of our regular trio is Gareth Williams, or g as he likes to be known. <laughs> Gareth has been showing off all week by posting pictures on Facebook of his various meals out. If you sit near Gareth in a restaurant, make sure you listen out for his argument with the waiter... ...as he complains that there is no hair in his food. See, he's got quite a lot of hair. It's it's a good joke. Thank you. (laughs) Similarly, if you sit near Guy Whitlock, he'll complain that his meal tastes strange. If it is not sprayed with a healthy topping of seminal fluid... It is so regular that chefs take a dislike into Guy that anything else just doesn't taste right. Well, when you move to Leeds, Guy, you best let the chefs know how you like your steak. Well done. Okay? okay <laughs> Saying Guy
1: likes sperm. Right. Okay, seminal. Yeah. I get it. I was yeah, really yeah. confused by that word. That's, I don't
0: seminal sounds like it's like when it's something's great, like that was a seminal album. Yeah. But then but... you
1: also get seminal fluid. But yeah, like. The word semen is sort of in the start of seminal, so I see what you did now. Thank you very much. I
0: myself like a healthy mixture of hair, ejaculate, and of course, spit. (laughs) Put all three of these ingredients together, and what do you get? The Game Central podcast, that's what. And I am Rob Walker, host of this cesspit. So there we go, an absolutely fantastic time. Thank you for everyone who is joining us on iTunes. And thank you for those that have unsubscribed too. Uh, I won't blame you, today's hasn't started off the best. You found out how to wipe your anus clean using a wet wipe, and also how much ejaculate that Guy prefers in his food. So how's everyone feeling today? How are you feeling, Guy? You were in quite a good mood last week. Your next cycle isn't due for about another three weeks. Nope.
2: So we have got a good few weeks left of joy.
1: We
0: have a new you, Gareth. You've been going out on a few meals this week, you cheeky lad.
1: Well, I, like it's a big. There's quite a stigma attached on the internet to people who take pictures of food before eating it. But it's just as much fun as eating it. You're like, oh, <laughs> look how good this food looks.
0: And you were out. Yeah. You were out with a lot of women. I must say.
1: My girlfriend
0: know, knows women. Does. And that is one of the perks of having a woman in your life. <laughs> so today's uh, show is great, packed with brilliant features that you won't find. Anywhere else, thank God. We've got news coming at you from our mouths. We've also got a new little set. I heard someone whisper something then. No. Sorry, Gareth and Guy. Nothing. What me? We've got news coming along. We're going to be learning about Pokemon toys coming from McDonald's. We're going to be hearing about what Gareth has been doing in the week. We're going to be hearing about what Mario has been doing throughout his life in our new title show titled, This Isn't The Game Show. (laughs) Right, cut that out. I'm just fucking... (laughs) i sitting my ass
1: out. Right. <laughs> Do you need some wet wipes? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to just wipe
0: my mouth with it. <clears throat> right. And our new section this week, in the absence of any game show, is where we'll be looking behind the games, where we'll be taking the screen away and telling you what happened behind the scenes. And this won't be stuff that's been. Reiterated years after year and splurged everywhere. This is actual insider information that you won't hear anywhere else We'll also be following that up with what have we been playing as we do every week, but first let's go to the news Okay, so today we have found out that Pokemon will be releasing some toys in McDonald's. It seems that the Mario set has been quite um, popular so far. I don't know if you guys have got the whole set. Guy probably has, because he eats in there every bloody lunchtime, don't you, Guy?
2: I did when it was a Monopoly thing, near enough. But then that seems to have... I don't know, is that still a thing?
0: I don't because know. Did you I ever went win in
2: it? there and there were... No, I didn't. I, I know to... you used
0: to pull your scrotal sack up to your chest and go, I'm loving it, ba-da-ba-ba-ba, and then run out. Right yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, that's not relevant. Okay. So what if I did that? <laughs> so what if I did that? Is that a problem? Sorry,
0: sorry. Anyway, that, okay. have you got an issue with that? Whoa. He's a don't bit just, angry today. Don't just
2: don't just bring it up and then, you know. Don't Ah, oh, God.
0: Thank you. Right, so Monopoly guy. We're talking about Pokemon and Mario here, yeah. but obviously you've gone on to Monopoly for <laughs> oh, such God. a fall. I bet you seen there playing Monopoly on your own and crying. <laughs> Only sometimes. Only sometimes. But you always win, that's the good thing. Well maybe if my friends weren't always swimming I'd have people to play it with. That is exactly right. You could stand there on the side and ask them to play on the side of the <laughs> <laughs> You could kinda of dangle your toes in the wall while you're playing it. Yeah, that's a that's a little bit of an idea for you there. Yeah. Right, so again, right, McDonald's toys guy. Did you ever win anything on Monopoly? No. Oh, you poor boy. But they still had the signs
2: up, and I went in there yesterday, and I didn't get any tokens on my little chip carton thing, I was well pissed off.
0: Good. Well, it seems that, you know... there's no one in there. No, you went in there for your seminal milkshake. (laughs) That would be awful, wouldn't it? It'd all go up the straw and get all clogged. So anyway, uh, (laughs) Nintendo seemed to have quite a lucrative deal going on with McDonald's. I'm sure that they're the ones that would have given the go-ahead for the Super Mario toys and the Pokemon toys. And I was saying to my dad not long ago, because I used to be quite simplistic. I used to go around um, boot sales picking up old McDonald's toys. Uh, Can you remember, Guy, what was your favourite ever McDonald's toy? No, actually, sorry, because you can't think on your feet. Unlike Gareth Williams. So I'm going to ask Gareth Williams that question, Guy. Uh, I actually had an (laughs) answer. Whoa, go for it. This is quite quick.
2: Well, I didn't really ever used to play with any of them, but I remember collecting loads from when I was like low jungle and I used to buy me pappy meals all the time and I completed the Womble set which made me happy as a six year old boy
0: oh was... that's really nice guy I
2: love the Wombles yeah. Yeah.
0: remember me all Womble you used to love that song you had that on CD didn't you I did <laughs> I've, I've still got it on CD I bet you have and I bet you put it on and you put on a dead animal fur and you coil up into the <laughs> corner and then you play it over and over again on repeat until you fall asleep Yep, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Well Gareth, favourite McDonald's toy ever? Go. Uh, Two stick out in my mind. Okay, give us the one that was amazing and then the second one. No, actually, start with the second one that you didn't like as much and then go on to the first that you absolutely crave.
1: Okay. Uh, The first one I remember was for, I think it was Men in Black 2. Okay. And it was like, it was like a, a spaceship thing and it was shit. They were all shit. Um, <laughs> it was just like a spaceship on a stand. That album. was it. It didn't do anything. It didn't light up. It just sat there.
0: What do you expect for a free toy in a Happy Meal? It was going to start <laughs> taking off and go, dip dip. That close encounters of the third kind. And then all lights <laughs> going around it.
1: Maybe you it. weren't hard to please, were you? Well, here's the thing, right? My favourite one that I can still remember. It was like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle and it stood up. And then you pressed its head down and its shell fell down. And then a little tiny Mutant Ninja turtle on a skateboard rolled out the back of it. Oh, I don't
0: think that actually happened, Gary. That, <laughs> that, that sounds exists. way too an elaborate thing from
1: McDonald's tour. That's what I'm saying. It's wild swings with McDonald's. You never know. Yeah, you never know.
0: My favourite was it's strange because I'm um
1: I don't really know why, but
0: it was John Smith from Pocahontas. And <laughs> it's really random. But I remember playing with it all the time, and he had this suit of armour that kind of clacked onto him. Do you remember the Batman ones as well? Did you ever get those? They were like the animated series ones.
1: Uh, no, but they sound good.
0: Yeah, and I, I remember getting that as well. I think Joker was in a little car. You had Catwoman. She was, like, grey. Robin was on a bike, and Batman had, like, a detachable cape. They were, they were absolutely class.
1: You, you, you really like the ones that you can uh,
0: undress, don't you? I do. I think that was me as a child, like, feeling in control. Like me telling Batman when he can and can't wear his cape was extremely <laughs> exhilarating. <laughs> <laughs> do you know? oh, no, you can't. Because if he hasn't got his cape, he's not Batman. He's just someone standing there in a leotard. You still and would, think, though. Yeah. And I mean, I, I used to do that to my action men as well, come to think of it. I used to dress, undress them all, stand them up in a line, and tell them that they couldn't wear clothes, until I said.
1: <laughs> so, you used to you put know. a little uh, blue tack willy on them.
0: Yeah, but less of going on into my own psychology. (laughs) Uh, Will you be excited about the Pokemon toys? Presumably they're not going to do all 180. Let's wait for Guy's correction. (laughs) Guy? 700 odd. 700 odd. Well, I don't think they're going to do 700
1: odd. Do you think they will? (laughs) They could. They'd make a fucking killing.
0: They would, but yeah. then at the same time, there'll be a lot of more obese children. They wouldn't,
2: because they'd have to make a ridiculous amount. They'd lose a lot of money, surely.
1: Once they get to black and white, no one's going to buy one. For... Apart from we're talking more... about Nintendo here, Guy. They like losing yeah. money.
2: Well, they don't, do they? Because while we, um, we're sitting here doing this, they're just bathing in it. So
1: That's true. Oh, just because we'll be... you're showing off with my emoto again. <laughs> Will the Pokemon come with a little Pokeball, or are they just... I
0: hope so, Gareth, but I wouldn't hold your breath. Yeah. They'll probably be just some moulded plastic piece of shit that just looks like a burn victim rather than anything. It'll just be all melted on their face
1: with a bad paint job. Well, the Mario ones are pretty good. I'm holding the Mario one right now, and it's pretty good quality. It looks really cool. But is it is it hollow? don't know. Right, I'm going to hold it up to the thing, and I'm going to have a tap. You ready?
0: Yep. That sounds pretty solid to me. Yeah.
1: Its nose is like... Its nose has been sort of stuck on afterwards. Like, this is the, its little nose what? rattle. Do you hear that? Oh, my God. It's really weird. What are you doing?
0: That sounds like a cat. was flicking school. his nose. Yeah. How oh, is that what they call it nowadays? Join us next week for Gareth's next McDonald's toy review, where he flicks it into <laughs> a microphone. Right, so anyway, that's my news story. Everyone's excited about a bit of Pokemon. But what are you excited about this week, Gareth?
1: Well... <laughs> If you were thinking that I wouldn't be excited by a load of ET cartridges being dug up in the desert, then you are wrong. Oh, yes. Oh yes. <laughs> because this week, a documentary crew went out into the desert and dug up a bunch of old ET cartridges for the Atari.
0: Oh, that's brilliant. Um, I mean, everyone loves these sort of events, don't they? I remember when they dug up some uh, bodies in Rose West's garden, and it was like it was a big, big thing. And, I mean, everyone comes together, they love to see, because it's exciting, isn't it? And, you know, when you saw, that like, the tent over the back of uh, Rose West's garden, you really think, oh, what's going on under there? But, obviously, you can't see. But, obviously, with these sort of ET cartridges, everyone can be involved.
1: So, ET came out in uh, 1982... <laughs> For the Atari 2600.
0: And
2: it was the best game ever.
1: It Guy agrees it was the best game ever. Even better than Oblivion, in his eyes. Wow. And critics vehemently disagreed, as people often do with Guy.
2: I think I would rather go into an Oblivion gate for eternity than play E.T. <laughs> well, that's why. That game is awful.
1: Yeah. Uh, so Atari, instead of even trying to sell off their remaining E.T. stock... Yeah. They were alleged to have buried it in the desert.
0: <laughs> well, now there's an em- now there's an empty hole. There's enough room for all those Wii U's. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, Guy. I was tempted to buy a Wii U the other day because I saw one for £175 along with Super Mario 3D World, which I thought was quite a good deal. But then I thought, nah. and I walked out of the shop again. <laughs> so, <laughs> Gareth, did we need to know this? I kind of like the fact that It wasn't explicitly known whether they were. It was kind of like an urban legend. And now they have been dug up. It's kind of like, oh, Father Christmas is real. That sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? Why would you be disappointed at that? I suppose I wouldn't. Maybe.
1: (laughs) No, it just kills one of those urban legends that are, like, cool in the gaming community. Yeah, but urban legends are often shit anyway. Like, Duke Nukem Forever was an urban legend for years, and look how that turned out.
0: Yeah, but, you know... It, it, it's quite interesting. I heard that they're making a movie out of it. I don't know how long that's going to go on for. How long are you going to be able to string that out?
1: Yeah, I'll watch the documentary because it's actually going to be pretty interesting. I don't know that much about the backstory. All I know is, like you say, the urban legend. But yeah,
0: basically, cool. it caused the collapse of the video game industry. It got such poor reviews that no one would buy it and then they ha- Atari had to literally just dump more than a landfill. But I'd be interested to know how much there actually were there. Because if it was like thousands mm. upon thousands, because the picture I saw was just a guy holding up one cartridge. There's and a few. Be, honest,
1: be planted. There's like a, a couple of... Um, the article I'm looking at, there's a couple of buckets full of... um, And they're probably even all damaged and stuff. They'll still be worth loads of money. Yeah. So you make your money back off the documentary and just selling off the wares. That I'm is sure a very go good idea. Yeah. So
0: yeah. So, Guy, interesting news story there. Some Can yours be well. even more interesting? Let's find out. Guy Whitlock.
2: Uh, you might want to stop recording here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, I thought Gareth was going to mention the, the TV series thing, and I was going to say about the E.T. thing.
0: E.T. TV series? No, the Giz War thing. Like, just talk about it, Guy. Just say, oh, no. No, I really like Gears of War.
2: Oh. oh, yeah, I do. I love Gears of War. It's my favourite <laughs> game that I've definitely played.
0: You haven't played Gears of War? We've had this discussion it... so many oh,
2: times. Yeah.
1: in fairness, it's not just Gears of War that they're making. Should I just do it? Should I just do the.
0: <laughs> yeah, you do that, and then Guy can talk about a teacher getting stabbed up because of Dark oh, Souls. No, because
2: I don't really want to talk about that, because that's not really gaming news. No. Is it? It is. It's
0: Dark Souls. Dark Souls is quality.
2: It's not gaming news, though, is it? And. Uh, it no, is, because they're back in the hobby,
0: Guy.
2: Yeah, it is, and if we talk about it, we're just fucking...
0: Fueling the fire. Fuel... Yeah, exactly.
1: Well, we're can n- you just do we're something? We're not fueling the fire. The fire is already fueled. We're just standing around it. We're using this fire to heat up yeah. our marshmallows.
2: And
0: our balls. Give me 30 I'd...
1: seconds. <laughs> oh,
0: my God. Guy, <laughs> uh... all you literally have to say <laughs> is there's a Gears of War TV series coming. <laughs> That's it, and then we'll
1: talk about it. <laughs> it is a bit okay. more complicated than that. I are can... you ready, Guy? Right, I'm ready. Go.
2: There's a Gears of War TV series in
0: the works. Wow, Guy, that sounds really interesting. <laughs> Gareth, please tell <laughs> us more. It...
1: <laughs> it would be my pleasure. Thank you. Um, So Xbox are going to make and release TV series exclusive to Gold Members... Mm. Sort of to try and incentivize people to stay subscribed. Which is yeah. kind of clever. If the games... Uh, TV shows that that if the
0: TV true. shows are any good. Knowing they'll be low-budget, kind of... Fucking... Theatre costumes that are made out of plastic. <laughs> Terrible actors. It's going to be... I don't, I don't really see much of it. Gears of War, let's be honest. The, the characters aren't... Who would you get to play any of them? They're so oversized and fucking... The only person I could think of to play Cold Train is that Michael Clark Duncan, but he's dead. <laughs> that's well, not funny, Gareth, and that's <laughs> incredibly It's Just the way you said it. No, but seriously, who would you get to play Marcus Phoenix? Batista?
1: Great. Oh there we go. no! The second you said that, it made way too much sense.
0: But that's a good, good. Uh, he's the only person I know that could play. I don't know him. <sighs> I wish you, you
1: hadn't said pitch. that now, because someone's going to hear that. And it's going to get back to Microsoft. Anyway, it's not just Gears of War. It's also Age of Empires.
0: Wow, I can't wait to find out what happens in that.
1: State of Decay.
0: I think, sorry, sorry. In Age of Empires, you think the first few episodes will be them just gathering fruit.
1: (laughs) Just (laughs) buying resources.
0: Yeah, buying resources, getting a few horse carts along, planting a few seeds. That would be absolutely excellent. State of Decay. Do we need enough... Oh, really? Yep, State of Decay. It's popular. People like it. It's popular, but you need to out-dead The Walking Dead, if you know what I mean. And I don't think, unless it's got a big budget, that's not going to be possible. True. Uh,
1: Fable. Mm. But Dame Judi Dench.
0: quite, Quite interesting, Fable, because it's kind of fantasy. There's no real set character. You could have kind of different stories. But even then, the lore and the stories behind it are not great. Yeah, Let's be well,
1: honest. yeah, you put a dog in there. The dog is cool.
0: Yeah, the dog. It's cool. like one
1: episode can just be a guy teaching his dog tricks, and then yeah. having sex with a woman and making like yeah. ten kids. Yeah, and then accidentally kills the kids because.
0: <laughs> sounds like Benefit Street was on Channel Four. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Topical. Uh, Thank you very much. And the uh, last show that they're talking about is uh, a Motorsport. No. No. Is that a joke? No, that's, I'm serious.
0: Wow. And what's that Greg Forza goes around <laughs> doing stuff?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I, I could write it for him. I could There's try.
0: nothing in there that I would be genuinely interested in. Well, all.
1: how about if it was completely free because you already are subscribed to Xbox Live?
0: Uh, Well, if it was completely free, then I'd probably have less incentive to actually watch it. The only reason I watch half the things I watch is because I've paid for it and I think, oh... I'm gonna have to watch this now.
1: <laughs> what a sad life! <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't paint your life in a very uh, happy light. Oh, they're Thanks also gonna make a, a second animated film based on Halo. Mm. So, Halo fans, not too bad. Bit Which There still are some. Well, Halo fan
0: is what guy is? Yeah, guy. Yep. Thank you. Well, so that's it, that wraps up the news for this week. Sorry, sorry,
1: Gareth, was there a piece of news that's just escaped my ear? I just got a text. Wow. From, from one S. Mayamoto. Oh, oh guy,
0: you got murked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you must you feel like rubbish.
1: It's actually in Japanese, so let me just do the uh, Google translate on this. Uh, excellent. Uh, we will not be doing a press conference at E three. Oh my god. But we will do a Super Smash Brothers tournament. Wow! Oh shit! Fucking scooped, really guy. You got scooped.
0: Exclusive. You heard it. Heard it. That was good. Right. <laughs> you heard it here. Here like, in an but, hour. How do you feel about that, guy? It's good news, isn't it? To be <laughs> honest, people, looking at it from an outside in, I don't know if this is a good idea because Nintendo seems to be further and further distancing itself away from the gaming community. And kind of going back to Japan with all this Nintendo Direct and stuff like that, and not having a presence at things like E3, I I think it's kind of trying to separate itself from those kind of big boys. I don't know what you guys think about that. I think they're just.
2: I think their decisions now are just made by like they have like three jars with rabbit food in and different options, and they just pick whatever one the
0: rabbit goes to, and just go with it. Now, that is an exclusive text message from Shigura Miyamoto right there. (laughs) No one understands understands what Nintendo do anymore. They just do it. I suppose they're just... There's no one... They they seem kind of rather um, isolated now, don't they? Because everything's very westernised. The gaming seems very westernised now, and it seems that... They're kind of trying to fit in with it all, but they're realising that they can't, so they're trying to kind of make their own side business selling knock-off consoles <laughs> that use all that last-generation technology.
1: Oh, Nintendo. Yeah. Well, Anyway, Gareth, also, do you have anything to say about that? Well, I mean, it didn't seem to work out from well last year. Like, people who were at their little sort of impromptu gathering which took the place of their press conference, said it was just really poorly done. Yeah. And not very uh, good for seeing all the announcements and stuff. So I don't know why they would do it again. No. But, the but it's supposed to be a
0: cool. big celebration, a big festival of gaming. And if Nintendo aren't there, it's kind of like the world's going to get uh, continually more and more used to them not being one of the centre of attentions. I think by yeah. taking yourself away from events like that, you're admitting that you're, you don't want to compete on a level playing field to Microsoft and Sony.
1: Well, it just makes people yeah. assume you don't really have anything exciting to announce. Well, that's
0: it as well, isn't it? You, you've got to go there and you've got to make a big noise about your product. That's what E3 is about. It's where everyone comes together, gets excited about gaming that's going to come across the next one, two, three years. And if you're not there, then you're obviously out of sight, out of mind, isn't it? Like Nintendo Direct, I don't necessarily watch them because I'm not a big Nintendo fan so I don't search them out. But if it was at E3, then I'd be more inclined to watch it as a whole, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. I was watching the Smash Brothers um, uh, Nintendo Direct when I got my internet back.
1: Of course, it was the biggest news story all year. It, it
0: was best it thing. was like so long-winded and so <laughs> garified. <It was laughs> like they were showing you the different moves and what's changed and stuff like that. And I quite liked it. It was interesting. It was really in-depth and I think that's what Nintendo are good at as well, is giving their fans the information they want. It wasn't stuff like appealing to idiots and basic people showing loads of bright lights saying, look at this. It was like talking about frames per second on both consoles. It was talking about all the different characters and the different movesets, which I think is really good. But it's just a shame that they want to do it sort of behind closed doors and you have to go to them rather than them exploding all over your face. (laughs)
1: That's a nice way of putting it. Thank Uh, you, babe. The final bit of news attached to this is that um, whilst E3 is going on in America, certain uh, Best Buy stores, which is a a chain over there, will have uh, playable Super Smash Bros. consoles. So you'll be able to play Super Smash Bros. in a, a Best Buy shop in America.
0: So there you go. You don't have to do much there, guy. Nope. No. So, news, news, news. There was a lady that got stabbed as well because of Dark Souls, but we're not going to talk about that, because that is not very nice. And to the person that did it,
1: um, Jordan, what do you think we should say? Well, can we first of all say it's not because of Dark Souls that she got it's stabbed? It's n-
0: literally not because of <laughs> Dark Souls. I don't think someone of such limited intellect would have been able to grasp the concept of Dark Souls. <laughs> So you know it's quite a an I know it's an annoying game, but I wouldn't say it's that annoying. Yeah, yeah, right. It's ridiculous. So that's it for the news this week. Thank you, Gareth. Thank you, Guy. Let's go on to the next one. On to the next one, as Jay Z would say.
1: Everybody, and it's time for this week's video game music segment. Uh, This week's song is taken from the uh, Greatest Video Game Music album. Uh, You can actually get on Spotify, so it's quite easy to find and listen to. It's performed by the London Philharmonic Orchestra, and it's been composed by Andrew Skeet. Um, He did this first Greatest Video Game Music album and the second one. um, Both of them are very good. I would recommend listening to them. They're a classic video game. Uh, soundtracks and some newer ones um, done in a orchestral style and they're all very good um, the particular piece I'm picking is for all my Battlefield homies out there I know there are a few in the group and outside as well um, so this is the main theme from Battlefield as performed by Andrew Skeet and the London Philharmonic Orchestra from the Greatest Video Game Music Album
0: week we have used our various connections in the underground gaming world to take you behind the history of some of your favourite games. I know you're going to say, yeah, yeah, heard it all before, but using recordings and witness statements we have managed to piece together what actually goes on behind the games. In our new section, what goes on behind the scenes of your favourite games? I bet you would be surprised to find out. I must warn you though, the listener's discretion is advised due to the explicit subject matter. So there was a man, his name was Shigeru Miyamoto, and one day he decided to make a mascot for Nintendo. He was very interested in a Popeye license, but he couldn't acquire the rights to make a game based on the four-armed freak. So he decided to make a different game, entitled Donkey Kong, and starred a damsel in distress named Pauline. Oh, sexy Pauline, and Mr. Video who would later go on to be called Mario. Mr. Video, what a name. Now, I don't think Mr. Mario would be as famous as he is now if he was to be called Mr. uh, Video. I don't think that's a very good name whatsoever. Here we have some documents and
3: recordings from an unknown source. Funnily enough, I am not Italian. I'm actually from Greece. And my name is Marios Maravideos. And that is where the name Mr. Video come from. I told Mr. Marmoto that this was hella racist. And he would poke fun at my name and say, Shut up, Mr. Video. Mr. Video, I'm going to get a rich and put you in it. He was quite childish and he became very, very irritable. When I found out my co-star wasn't actually a donkey, he was an imp. I realised that he had been trying to wind everyone up. Suffers to say, my self-esteem was very low. In the end, we came to a compromise that I would be called a jump man because I jumped. You can see, he was a very creative man. So Donkey Kong was released
0: in the arcades of 1981. That seems so, so long ago now. I wasn't even a fetus. And you guys wasn't even sperm. In the game, you were tasked with saving your girlfriend, who at the time was played by Pauline. You had to make your way up scaffolding to save Pauline's life. The giant ape was throwing barrels and other such objects at you. We can only assume that Pauline died, as she hasn't been seen since. Mario remembers the time.
3: Don't get me wrong, I thought Pauline was okay. She was a nice girl, but she kept complying all the time. I remember a few arguments she had with Mr. Marmoto as he had told her to use the men's toilet, as the female ones were blocked. She said it was against her rights. We never saw her again. After his debut, Mario was given his own
0: game, the Mario Bros. series, that appeared on the NES and SNES, respectively. The games had a simple running theme throughout them. As Mario, you would walk right up to the terrible enemies and you jumped on them. The recurring story would be that Princess Toadstool, later renamed Peach, Princess Peach, would get kidnapped and it was up to Mario to save her.
3: I remember with Mario Bros. I was very happy with the progression of the game. But they had the same story once, twice and three times in a row. I was unhappy with the creativity and decided to confront Mr Marmoto. Shut up Mr Video, he said at me. I am a genius. I think I know what I am doing, idiot You don't know how much him calling Mr Video got to me. He had agreed to allow me to be called Mario in the next game. I wish I hadn't confronted him when I did, because he brought in Luigi, a guy who literally agreed with everything Mr. Miyamoto said. If Mr. Miyamoto said the sky was green, Luigi would also say that the sky was green. The storyline of Princess Peach becoming kidnapped, he said, was a stroke of genius.
0: The bright primary coloured graphics and the addictive simple platforming ensured that Super Mario Bros would become a game has remained a favourite to fans for many years and its simplistic play can still be enjoyed today. The series also made Mario spin off into his own series of games and sometimes in different genres entirely. Right, so that's when Gareth comes in and talks about Super Mario 64.
1: Well, uh, so I I don't want to kind of shit on, on your bit, but uh, Luigi is in the first Super Mario Brothers, isn't he? Like the second player plays the I don't think so the green version, and either way, he's definitely in the second one.
0: Yeah, there you go. That's when he came. But because you I- said.
1: After three games, he went to Mr. Miyamoto and complained. Once, twice, and three and times. And then he brought one. in Luigi. But also, Peach—you play as her in the second one, so she's not kidnapped in the second one. What happens in the second one, then, Mr. Smart Pant? It's a remake of Doki Doki Panic, but reskinned with Mario characters.
0: So what happens?
1: You play as either <laughs> as either Mario, Peach, Toad, or Luigi. And then you get to the end and you fight like Birdo and you go magic carpets and shit in between. You pick up turnips and throw them at That machines. doesn't
0: make sense. My story is much better. Right. <laughs> <Wow. laughs> so there we go. Go on, Gareth. Okay. Mario on Nintendo 64. Okay, Mario on Nintendo 64. Um, Super
1: Mario 64 is probably the most sort of agreed upon important game of probably the last, well, definite like 15 years, maybe ever, because it's like the best, well, not necessarily the best, the earliest 3D game that wasn't shit, I would say. (laughs) Is that fair to say? That probably is fair to say. Guy, is that fair to say?
0: That's fair to say.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Let's play this (laughs) game fair (laughs) to say. There we go. Um, (laughs) It controlled incredibly well. Like, before playing Super Mario 64, you were like, why would you put a stick on a controller? I've always just used a D-pad. And then you play Super Mario 64 and you're like, fuck, well, I can't ever play things without a stick now. That would just be insane. You could like backflip, you could double jump, you could uh, long jump, you could triple jump, which is a flip, which was cool. You could like climb up trees and then do like a handstand on the top of the tree and then flip off that all cool. And no game would ever really let you can show your character that way. Uh, it was just, you know, Peach is kidnapped by Bowser. She lures Mario there with the promise of cake, I believe. Is that.? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You go inside paintings for a reason, but that's fine because the levels inside the paintings are awesome. But the important thing is, its Metacritic score is 94, Mm. which is massive. There are no negative reviews of Mario 64. Wow. uh, Which is.
3: I remember when I arrived at the briefing and initial concept stages of Mario 64 and would be released on new Nintendo hardware named Project Reality. We all thought it was our stupid mind and no one dare say anything to Mr. Miyamoto so we all sniggered between us. I had spoken to Mr. Miyamoto that because I was now moving in three dimensions rather than two, I would be travelling much further distances so I required a large pay rise. He looked me right into the eye and said that I had signed a 234-year contract and that in the contract my pay would not rise. Looking back, I don't know why I would have done something so stupid, but come to think of it, I was taking a lot of mushrooms at the time. During the development of mara 64 I had become more and more disillusioned with my life, and what I was doing, even taking <laughs> mushrooms when I was trying to unwind. Me and my friends said that I wanted more of these special mushrooms, then I would have to comply. Of course I had no choice, I remember one particular morning, at my lowest point, I had done a big mess in my dungarees and had to borrow the leeches.
0: Now, Gareth Williams will recite the history of Smash Brothers.
1: Well, so this has annoyed me. Can I just say this one thing? I was looking at the Metacritic reviews, and the the lowest review it's gotten is an 80, which is not a problem. Except here's, like, on Metacritic you can pick, like, a little snippet of your review to be, like, what people see before they click the entire review. This is the snippet Nintendorks, whoever the fuck that is, picked. Okay. The distribution of power stars in the levels is horrendous. I think seven stars in one level is more than enough, don't you think? I understand that there are memory constraints, but there either could have been less stars overall, or one, maybe two more levels? Definitely a problem. And they spelt definitely wrong.
0: Bastards. And I'll tell you why they picked that line, Gareth, because they knew that people would look at it, feel outraged, and read
1: it, which is basically what you've just done. I've fucking done it. I've fallen into the. So, well done. Oh,
0: uh, that was a rude word we don't Oh, it was. The Whoa. That's the one word we don't, don't say. Okay, there. I'll That's believe that. that. That's the word we don't use. That's <laughs> a naughty, naughty word. Now, Gareth, how Answer. did Mario manage to end up being in Super Smash Brothers or Smash Brothers?
1: Uh, I, I don't know. Excellent. Do you have a story lined up is what I'm kind of driving at.
0: Mario on Super Mario Sun
3: No, Mario on Smash Brothers. Smash Bros. was a concept bred purely out of spite by Mr. Marimoto's part. He knew I was no fighter at all. I knew how to jump on someone's head, but using my fists? That was a different matter entirely. By now, I had become a laughingstock around the Nintendo's offices. The only person who was nice to me was a Link. It is a much nice person, Link, and I think he understood most where I was coming from as he too was locked into a never-ending story recycle in his games. He told me to get easier and to just accept. Me and Link remained friends of the set of Smash Bros until one day Luigi teamed up with Kirby and Yoshi to kick my head in. They told me there was some mushrooms being stored in the warehouse. There wasn't. But Link helped me pick up my teeth off the floor afterwards, but he was not there while I needed him.
0: So very, very sad times for Mario there.
3: Unbelievable, the Super-
0: <laughs> that is unbelievable. <laughs> sad. It's good and game though, Super Smash Brothers. It is a good game, but obviously you didn't jump in there and talk about it. So because oh, I was
1: waiting for you to, to Super set. Smash.
0: Now we've got See what see what happens when there's a game I games here is I don't really play? Well you should. See we'll Mario don't Sunshine. play the first. <laughs> Tell us about the controversy that hit
1: Gareth. Um so the controversy around Seed Mario Sunshine is really, really weird. <laughs> Uh, Because it's fucking awesome. I don't understand it.
0: Well, there is a stigmata attached to it.
1: Yeah, a lot of people... I've seen people use the words like terrible or awful to describe Super Mario Sunshine. Which is stupid because it's really, really good. Like, it controls just as well as Super Mario 64, if not better. You have more moves. The graphics still hold up today as being gorgeous. Like, I remember the first time I saw water in Super Mario Sunshine and it, like, blew my fucking mind because the water in that game just looks incredible. Like nothing else I'd seen before. Plus, like, just... No other game made you feel like you were playing a next-gen system like Why was was it
0: so hated? Why is it the black sheep of the family, Gareth?
1: (sighs) I don't know. My suspicion... Is that people just didn't like that the water gun has ammo mm. and people just hate like having to reload things that is my guess that people took yeah. one look at it and said like well the water gun doesn't have infinite ammo well fuck this game
3: Super Mario Sunshine was the lowest point of my life and then in Nintendo fans too well we wanted to carry on <laughs> <laughs> We wanted to carry on the success of the Nintendo Mario 64, but as Miyamoto told everyone to shut up and he was a genius, Mr. Miyamoto wanted me for Super Mario Sunshine was to have me carry around a water pack for the entirety of the game. But being a portly plumber, running around wasn't hard enough as it was. I wasn't eating too well at the time, and combined with the constant running around and hot weather, I soon started to lose the weight. Luigi come up with the great idea of having the water pipe directly into my annals. People didn't see when playing the game is that the cone of the drink is fed directly into my colon that pumped me full of lard every 29 minutes. That was when I was ready to end it all. If you ever wondered how someone who ran around for a living and those sports could remain so fat, there is an the answer. The fact Sunshine was so well by critics and fans put more pressure on me. I feel that I didn't perform very well. My jumping in particular was not very convincing.
0: So, there we go. That was a low point in the Mario Mario universe. Gareth, it doesn't matter what you say. It is seen as the horrible, horrible child. I don't get it. Talking yes. of horrible, horrible children, Guy will now take up the reins <laughs> as he talks about the jump over to the Nintendo Wii. Well, Super Mario Galaxy. <laughs> what can uh, we say
2: about that guy? Back on track. What? Back on track? We didn't go off track.
0: No, with uh, Super Mario Sunshine. Oh, track. oh
2: well. It Yeah. Super Mario Galaxy was uh, pretty much considered one of the best 3D platforms I ever. I remember
3: when Mr. Myrtle said <laughs> to me to make a game on a console called a Peace. I said to <laughs> you know, The peace? because in a country like the United Kingdom, A Peace is a bit of water that comes from the spout. And he said to me, What do you want me to call it, then you fucking idiot? And I said, don't, don't talk to me like that, Mr. Mayor And he said, You call it a win, not a Peace. Are you done?
2: Alright. <laughs> that just—I've lost my train of thought completely. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why are you a maker? Uh, what?
0: What's going
2: on? I don't know. Is Rob? Is Rob still there?
0: I have no idea. Hello,
2: I'm still here. Oh, for fuck's sake. I thought some, like, a technical thing had happened. Yeah.
0: No, no, no. Literally, Mario's flashback had happened, and then you didn't go on after it. Oh, okay. I wasn't
2: sure. I didn't realize you'd finished. Well,
0: when they like, silence, silent, oh. that normally means it's finished.
2: Alright. Well, obviously, uh, they moved on from the uh, paintings and the island and just took it, like, really went a step forward and made it. Set in space, which meant they could open, which opened up level design and
3: level variety and all that stuff a lot more. Um, yeah. You are want are to shoot me into a space, huh? No one I'm ready to go into space. You go into space, he said to me. I said, no, I'm not going into space. Look <laughs> at this stupid remote that you make people play with, not even a proper controller. What the fuck are you talking about?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, um, brought in a lot of new new suits and... Rosalina, who or Rosalina, however you pronounce it. She was a fantastic character. Become, she, yeah, she, she was a good character. She's become quite popular. Um, yeah. And it was brilliant. It's Metacritic rating was 97, so...
0: Wow, there we go. That must um, have been that clickety-clicking in the background we could hear. <laughs> it may have been. Right, so, Guy, tell us about the first time you played Super Mario Galaxy. Okay, you come uh, home, you set up your... Wii console, you say, oh, the controller ain't bloody working. Oh, hang on a minute, I've got to sync it. And then you put it in, and how did you feel?
2: Oh, I thought it was excellent. Yeah. I thought it was so good. I sat down and played it in like a weekend, pretty much.
0: Wow. Um, Apart from the
2: last couple of stars. that (laughs) is, Yeah. Yeah, it was amazing.
0: It was better than 64. Pardon? You loved Mario Galaxy.
1: Oh, yeah, it's superb. You wouldn't have thought, just pointing a controller at a screen could improve a game so much but somehow it just did
0: and was that the Wii controller or was you just using a TV remote
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was using a Wii controller
0: Well, there we go and Guy what came after Mario Galaxy I was a bit surprised to see Mario Galaxy 2 but did that improve on it some people prefer the original darling um, well the two's
2: got exactly the same Metacritic score um, but if you actually some think, of the levels have, w-
0: were about to get bummed in like Jodie Foster in that film over yeah, the scene number of... two <laughs> two what was it Gareth
2: you know what um, a pinball
1: machine wait she I don't know the film no she I'll got find raped? out what happened
0: she what? got raped on a pinball machine
1: oh jeez What was I talking about again? That's a good way (laughs) to tell. (laughs) Sorry about that. Uh,
0: You go ahead.
2: Super Mario Galaxy Two simplified it, but you didn't have the main hub. You just sort of went between levels, but there was more levels. There was harder levels. Um, Some of them were sort of a bit rehashed.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, But Yoshi was in it. Uh, There were more suits. I think it was a good good improvement. It was a good way to do a sequel, even though the story was like non even more non-existent than normal.
1: The accused. Little Mario head spaceship. That was cool. Yeah,
2: yeah, it was cool. I liked it. I preferred. That's two. I sat down and played in two days. Um, I had shingles at the time, and it was during like my AS level exams. I think so. Oh,
0: failure! You failed. I did fail. Yeah, I got three U's and an E. But you know. <laughs> what a bloody waste of time. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, but we had fun playing Super Mario. Yeah. And that's all that matters. Yeah. Uh, so, where now for Mario? He went on to the Wii U, didn't he, with Super Mario 3 d He actually World. went
2: on to the 3DS with 3D Land. <laughs> 3D land Of which I'm not going to talk about Because I have the box no,
0: Go on guy, right. Read that read it.
2: box A pick up and play 3D Mario Jump and gonna... dash your way To the goal pole In an all new adventure That's it <laughs> Goal
0: pole you <laughs> go.
2: Goal pole <laughs> Goal pole Why oh. does it say that <laughs> That's literally all it says That's the back of that case
0: Great
2: And just to compare I also have the, the 3D world case here. Um, let's just compare. Oh my god. <sighs> A brand new world filled with Mario fun. Run, jump, and climb through all kinds of exciting new levels, Hang on, you've solo or with friends.
0: i think you said episode 2 or 1. <laughs> I did, yeah. Okay, <laughs>
2: yeah, well,
0: don't I live off that success again. Well, I have. I've just lived <laughs> off it, so. Oh my god. F you. Thank you right and then Wii U have you played the ones on Wii U
3: guy
0: yeah yeah any good darling yeah 3D World's good
2: um it's literally just a mix between the sort of 2D and 3D ones I've already failed to describe this in episode (laughs) 2 and then there was there was new Super Mario Bros Wii U as well which was um which is probably the best 2D one they've done in quite a long time
0: yeah
2: um they mixed up, they sort of went back to a Super Mario World style overworld um, it was good, it was good fun
0: Right. so that concludes our Mario look back uh, I did put in quite a lot of effort uh, with writing, I had three A4 sheets uh, I found out before going on air that Gaia or Gareth didn't bother at all so sorry <laughs> if that's any direction or actual knowledge or anything interesting, but you know, guys, a podcast does rely on input from everyone and a bit of effort to be uh, given. Okay, well,
1: right. you telling us. Thank yeah. Uh, I, think, or... I
2: think we're getting told off. Okay,
1: okay. all
0: right. All right. So, on to what we've been playing. guy has been playing the FIFA World Cup demo no I Jared haven't has been playing <laughs> League of Legends and Rob has been playing um Trials <laughs> Fusion and uh, what about <laughs> I I'll say it earlier Earth Defence Earth Defense Files. But first, let's go to Guy Whitlock. So uh-huh. you, you're actually one of these gullible idiots that goes out and buys a full, uh, full release of a what is basically add-on content. Uh, well,
2: no, I had a gift card which I used. I ended up paying about fifteen quid for it in the end. Still
0: your money, darling. Uh,
2: yeah, but I've got much fonder memories of FIFA World Cup 2006 than I oh, have I any of the last it, Fifas. <laughs> What?
0: Are you sure? FIFA two thousand and
2: six? There was one. The, the yeah, the, that World Cup one was really good. I have That's really practical. fond memories of that. That's like my favourite FIFA game. No, it isn't. My FIFA. What was my favourite? My favourite was two thousand and five or something, were not it? No, it's two
0: thousand and four. Oh, was
2: it? Are you sure? Pro
0: <laughs> two thousand and four, didn't you? Which was a spin-off. No, game. I
2: didn't. I didn't have that. No, anyway. What's... Anyway.
1: See, <laughs>
0: I don't get why
2: it's been why um this World Cup one has been slagged off so much because I actually find it plays very dip- I find the engine's very different to FIFA 14. Well, I don't know because I haven't played the next gen one. Is I this think on the it's
0: PlayStation 3? Yeah.
2: Yeah, I find it's really it's quite different and it's much better. Would
0: you like to elaborate? Uh not really. Okay, excellent. <laughs> so how way would you say it was different,
2: Claire? It's the like sort of the way the ball moves and the way the players react and there's more. They say there's more animations, which is a really crappy selling point, <laughs> but yeah. it does it does make it a lot more varied and a lot more realistic. And the the sort of player the player intelligence off the ball and stuff is a lot better.
0: And wait, it, they you genera- go next gen, mate. So, wait till you go next gen. You're going to love it. Oh really? Yeah, I noticed all the different animations. Uh, it's not just frames of animations, it's actual animations like when a player moves too fast or turns too fast, they'll literally yeah. stagger and try and get back up and I'm absolutely loving it. You scored any goals. Yeah.
2: I, I literally played it so, so, so much this weekend um, and I did score a goal. Wow, no, I wow did I scored, I scored oh. quite a lot. I play it, play, I've literally, I have did... Um, I played like a tournament with England first and then I started playing I, it online yes. and I just got <laughs> England are a five star
0: team on that game I don't understand really? why I went to watch England I'm
2: played, lucky uh,
0: Denmark oh it was awful absolutely <laughs> awful I Like Jem- on,
2: on that game Jermaine Defoe is just so 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 good it's unreal it's actually ridiculous how good he is he's so broken
1: it's like yeah. real life
2: but
0: why no. are you saying Defoe isn't very good, guy?
2: I'm not. I like Defoe. I think he's a good player, but he's fucking not that good. Jesus.
0: Right.
2: No. But I've been I've been playing it loads online, basically, and it's been fun. I've had a good time.
0: It has been fun. More arcadey. Someone said. Um, like more kind of over the top. A bit it's easier to level score level.
2: from further out, but I wouldn't really yeah. say the actual engine or like gameplay is that much more arcadey. It's faster, but no. I played it the other day and then literally turned it off and straight, went straight to watch the Man United game and it's still quite slow. It's still not as fast okay. as actual football. Did, um,
1: they, um, did yeah. they remove the silly collision
2: detection? Uh, there's still sometimes some silly collision detection but it's not yeah. as noticeable anymore. Oh,
1: that's
2: Although insane. now you get that stupid thing where if you're like getting a player to track the other team, the guy that's got the ball and then you're running into him as well, the players do just run into each other sometimes and fall over. That's what you really, annoying. really long. Yes, that still thing. happens sometimes.
1: The gifts yeah. of like a player running into the goalkeeper, <laughs> they both fall to the ground and just start snogging. The most hilarious yeah, 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 thing. They've, they've,
2: they've introduced um like corner tactics again, and they're like, oh, corner tactics. This is a great new feature. There were corner tactics in 2005 on FIFA games, and they <laughs> oh, sort of removed go. them. No, they had it up to like 2008, that that and then was took you them out.
0: Press triangle, circle, X, or square to pick out a particular player. That wasn't no, exactly there, was,
2: no there, was, there was. there was, It was no, more, it was no less in-depth than it is now.
0: Hey, Guy, do you remember the off-the-ball control when you'd use like the right analogue stick to move yeah. the second? Oh my God. You needed like literally two brains <laughs> to be able to decide that. So you'd be playing the game, you're running towards goal, and then you can press a button and you can start controlling the other striker with the right analogue stick. So you're controlling one player with the left, one with the right. Needless to say, it didn't really work. Otherwise, we'd still be seeing it now. So, Guy, if you had to use a percentage or a numerical score, what would it be? Um,
2: eight. Eight out of ten.
0: Eight. That's a very, very strong score. Is... But again, that's coming from Guy. So take a few points away, uh, maybe make it a six, and you're probably looking about around about a more even score
1: there. Uh, eight out of ten is a is pretty high score. Or another way to look at it is the way people on the internet look at it, is That's about average.
0: It's yep. average six inches. What the
1: word? What?
0: <laughs> they say six Wait. inches is average, don't they?
1: <laughs> who's they? Uh, women. I hope women.
0: Not. Yeah. They tell you that whilst like rubbing your back, saying it's okay. <laughs> but So Gareth, League of Legends, you've been playing that all the time, maining as a bloody woman or whatever it is you're doing now. Anything interesting happened? <laughs>
1: Well, I've, I, you may recall, last week I said I'll probably be playing South Park this week. Oh uh, yes. Um, in looking at South Park, I'm looking at the disc right now. I have no compulsion to play it at all. I'm just not bothered. What, just looking at the disc. Just I, I don't care. Like, I don't like South Park really. I'm not no. the hugest fan of RPGs. Like, yeah. I'll probably just send it back and then rent something else. Very very, very very strange
0: man. Very very strange.
1: It just doesn't entice me at all.
0: Yeah. I, but I suppose it's that kind. Did you get it from Love Film?
1: No, Love Film stopped doing rentals a long oh. time ago. Now I got it from a Boomerang,
0: hmm.
1: who I've had trouble with in the past, but uh, they're actually been pretty good recently. So yeah. I guess I kind of recommend them if you want to rent games. Although you. if you don't have like a PS4 or Xbox probably don't now. No. Because there's no new Xbox games coming out.
0: But anyway, Gaia, Gareth, I was going to ask you. Sorry, I just yeah. forgot. Sorry. Have you seen any of those guys on YouTube that play FIFA and they literally just put a camera on them and they just play?
1: Uh, I knew somebody once so who was well up. into it.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of people. And well, next week, hopefully, we're going to get one of them on. And I'm going to slag the hell out of him <laughs> Because... All they do is they put a camera up and they play for people at FIFA Ultimate Team. And there's this guy, I forget his name, and every time I watch him, I will him on to get beaten because (laughs) he'll play like silver teams that got terrible teams and he'll play like Ronaldo, Ibrahimovic, Etu, all these great players and then he'll win by like one goal and he'll go absolutely crazy and he's got so many subscribers. But next week, look out for that. I know I normally say we're going to have I guess and i let people down but this one should be in the bag and i'm going to insult him guy's going to talk about fifa 2004 and gareth is just going to say things about football every now and then <laughs> right, well, so, I, I
1: knew yeah. somebody who was who turned out to be a bit of a knob uh oh. who re- who was really into this one person who i think it was like scunthorpe or something they just play the league of scunthorpe loads. Yeah, uh, and just record it on YouTube. It probably wasn't Scunthorpe, but it was some team equally as weird. Yeah. And for some reason, this person who don't even live in England was just way into watching this guy on YouTube play FIFA. Yeah. Such a weird phenomenon. It is.
0: It's also. It's. It's almost like they're becoming little celebrities, and you know, they all they do is play FIFA, and they get so many subscribers. And you know, things with Twitch. And I was looking at Twitch the other day. And you can literally just browse and watch people playing games. Like not, not even playing them yourself. I just think it's it's totally, totally strange why you would want to sit there and watch someone else and then you've got like the chat rooms next to them. Um See how you... Twitch. Yeah. What sort of games do you
1: watch? Well um I used to watch when I was just like sort of starting to get a bit serious about StarCraft, I used to watch quite a lot of StarCraft on Twitch. Because watching pro players play StarCraft, you actually learn... That's what I'm saying, loans. but you wouldn't
0: watch someone, for example, play the Gears of
1: War 2 campaign. It depends who it was. If it was uh, somebody who I really liked, like if if it was, for example, watch Guy play Gears of War for the first time, oh I would watch God. that shit. That's I would want far to see the, the car watch. crash live. Yeah. You know what I mean? It depends yeah, yeah. who it is. It's like, if you say to somebody, would you listen to the radio, and they're like, wouldn't know why would I would listen to the radio and then you say do you want to listen to your favourite celebrity on the radio this morning they'd be like yeah yeah, of course I do I yeah. suppose
0: it's the future Gareth and we've got to move towards the future haven't we
1: Yeah, I've wanted to try streaming for a while but my internet's just not good enough
0: hmm.
1: sad face
0: could use Guy's internet
1: yeah I just moved to his place in Wellingborough when he's done with it it sounds oh, really nice there I love not having possessions <laughs> because everyone took them all
0: <laughs> and cause the guy got threatened to get beaten up today. <laughs> that was Monday. Monday, sorry, what happened today? Jesus,
2: nothing happened today, but that guy Monday. Jesus Christ. That's his name, Monday. That is his name, Monday. Yeah. his name is Monday, and it happened today. So um, he
0: literally came up to. You oh, there, so I was stood I down there.
2: Wash, I was stood down there Monday morning, doing my washing up after my breakfast, and I just see a guy hanging around outside the door, the kitchen door, and I'm like, oh, all right. I'll just maybe he'll go away. He didn't go away, so I opened the window <laughs> yeah. to talk to him. And he was like, oh, people keep slamming doors. Uh, and I was like, all right. He was like, I've had enough of it. And I was like, okay. He was like, so you better tell your mates in there that I've had enough of it. And I was like, all right, I will. Mates. And then he went, if it doesn't stop, I'm going to bang the door down myself and punch your lights out. And then start wow. threatening me. And I was like, all right. At what then, point
0: did you shut the window? <laughs>
2: um, I thought I'd let him finish. Yeah. Um, and then he was just sort of, when I shut the window, he was just sort of staring at me. Um, <laughs> wow. So, <laughs> uh,
0: was it uncomfortable doing your washing? Do you it know, was I quite was uncomf- It was quite uncomfortable
2: because <laughs> it was a double glazed wind. It's like a double glazed window, so you can't see properly. It's like a sort of frosted one,
0: yeah. and
2: I could just see a figure just sort of hanging around, sort of looking through the door. Nice. And I was like, "Is he? Does he want something?
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> or is he just hanging about?
1: Um, I think he's just threatening you.
2: And then, yeah. So that was fun.
1: Yeah, he sounds quite violent. I wonder if he plays any violent video games.
2: He has a really—he has—he has the moustache of a violent man.
1: So. Oh jeez! What
0: wow. well, handlebar one?
2: Yeah.
0: Oh my god, that was amazing. <laughs> I like to think that he's like the gaman from uh, the Shield. No, Sopranos—that's the one. He's like, like a firefighter, like
1: Daniel Day-Lewis from Gangs of New York.
0: <laughs> yes. Well, let me just get through what I want to say uh, about All what I've been playing this week, and then we'll go on to. Gareth's movie section. So, I was very, very interested to buy Earth Defence Force 2025. Um, It was a game that I've wanted to play for quite a while, loving the first one. Not so much loving um, Insect Armageddon, but Mm -hmm. Gareth Williams told me to give it a go. £17.99, English sterling later, and I'm the proud lover of this game. The only thing that does annoy me, Gareth, Mm -hmm. is the... Insects. Uh, insects when they shoot the webs at you, and they yeah. pull you in. I was playing it on hard, but I had to drop it down to normal. It's not that the insects are any kind of trouble to me. It's just literally those webs. They shoot through buildings. They shoot through all sorts, and you can't even see where the webs are coming from half the time. And they just drain your health
1: till you're dead. Yeah, you're not supposed to start on hard. That's insane. Yeah. There's, <laughs> there's no reason it's for you to It's a game that,
0: that I think Guy would love. Because he likes Dynasty Warriors and he? he likes uh, yeah.
1: Serious Sam. And it's like kind of like a mixture between the two. Yeah, very much so. Except with a bit more depth, I think.
0: Yeah, and I love... Like, you're in a narrow Japanese street. And you're just running backwards, spraying your assault rifle. And there's just ants crawling over the buildings. It's just absolutely crazy. It's and it is it, a good game. It's a good game. Like A lot of people say, oh, it's budget, blah, blah. blah. But I think um the spectacles it creates are quite good i mean when you see things in the distance or you see these big uh, ships coming and they suddenly come into view and you realize it's you can interact with everything it's not like it's just background or things going on it's literally what you see you can shoot and i just think it's brilliant
1: yeah the scale like there'll be giant robots that will like be walking at you and they'll just keep walking at you, and you'll be like, "Yeah, that's it." From the still, coast, it's still coming. Like I, I thought, it was right next to me, but it's still miles away, and just yeah. even more massive than I thought. Yeah. It just they get scale so right in that game.
0: That is that's the thing, and you even though like I say, the graphics aren't the best. I think the sense of spectacle and feeling overrun is done well better than in most other games, to be honest. And I think once you've got a few ships and robots coming at you've coupled with that, it does get really hectic and it feels like you are literally the last line of defence of the human race.
1: Yeah. As long as you buy it not expecting like the last of us yeah. or anything like that, you just expect crazy shit to go down, then you're fine.
0: If you're Something a serious Sam you. fan, get it. Yeah. Don't even yeah. think about it. Just put that money down on the table say can I have this please and they'll say yes and then you take it (laughs) home and play so that wraps up the gaming side now for a little bonus called Gareth's video, he likes films so (laughs) Gareth a few weeks weeks ago you said that you absolutely loved the Raid 2 oh yeah I did I
1: didn't get to talk to you about it how good is the Raid 2 the Raid 2 is so good that I'm going to go and see it again (laughs) Wow. this weekend. would you say
0: to definitely go and see it in the cinema or can I wait for the DVD release well that's
1: the thing Like, um, so for people who don't know it's just a really violent uh, Indonesian action film with a lot Racist. of uh, what? <laughs> 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 with a lot of like hand to hand combat in it mm. um, and it's really intense um, I have friends who I've been trying to convince to go and see it in the cinema with who have the same question, like, why don't we just wait for it to be on DVD, and then we can get it and we'll watch yeah. it, just chilling out, eating cinema a pizza. So cinema like is it. like
0: a financial investment nowadays.
1: It is. There's a, actually a really cheap cinema in Manchester.
0: Well, I'll go there then. Uh, but okay. by the time I pay for tickets <laughs> and travel, it'll probably be a little bit more, Gareth. Well, to be honest, probably not. It costs about £18 in London. To see Fucking it. hell, fuck that yeah. shit. Uh,
1: <laughs> but no, in a cinema, like... Just even just the sound of some of these fights yeah. is unbelievable, and I mean, it's no spoiler to say shit gets like people's faces and necks and arms and legs get broken, yeah. shit during the course of this film. When you see that like filling your vision, and you hear yeah. the crunch like as loud as you can possibly hear it, it's incredible. Do you sometimes go, oh, oh, constantly? Every fight, there's like a handful of times where you you, like sort of you want to look away, what can't, and you're like, That's the sounds I make when I watch films (laughs) in the (laughs) back road. It is a sequel. I don't think you need to have seen the first one to see it. Oh, I love the
0: first one, guys. I love the first one as well.
1: There's no reason people shouldn't watch the first raid anyway. Yeah. But if you just want to run out and go see this in cinemas, then you. You can do that without having seen the first one. But it is two and a half hours long. Wow. Which, it sounds like that's a long time, and it is, but me and my girlfriend came out of watching The Raid 2, and we both agreed, like, that did not feel like two and a half hours. No, it's it's so fast-paced. Yeah, it's so fast-paced, and, like, your adrenaline's going a lot of the time that we came out of that film, like, that was a really short two and a half hour film. (laughs) Well, is
0: it a kind of, you know, after the film when you stand up, And you think, I want to fucking have a fight. Does it give you that kind of thought that you could just smash someone's face in the seat two down from you? Was that just me because I'm psychopathic?
1: Well, that's how I felt coming out of the raid, uh, watching the raid one. But after the raid two, I just wanted to stay sat down. I was like exhausted from watching it. It was a really awesome feeling. But what I was going to say is, so the raid two, two and a half hours long, well long for a film, but didn't feel long. Then yeah. the next week we saw Amazing Spider-Man 2, which is actually shorter than the Raid 2.
0: <laughs> that felt like a lifetime.
1: Afterwards we came out of that and we were like, holy fuck, what time is it? We've been in there for like four hours. It was so boring. And the just the pacing was all wrong in Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah. And you just can't get into it.
0: That's what I'm saying. You've got to be so careful when it comes to films. And I remember I walked out of Avatar. Yeah. I've walked out of... Avatar for me was so overrated. Me too. Um... <clears throat> I've walked out of Godzilla. Um, <laughs> I've walked out of a few films because I'm the kind of person that I see my life as it's ticking away. Uh, <laughs> and every moment I spend doing something I don't want to do is an insult on my life. That's a bit depressing. Thank you very much. <laughs> or incredibly liberating. Yeah. <clears <clears <throat> I went <throat> to see Monsters University with my daughter. That was the last time I went to the uh, cinema. Mm-hmm. No, I tell a lie. It was to go and see, go to the IMAX okay. to see in 3D this dinosaur film.
1: Oh, yeah, I remember seeing that advertised. Yeah. I watched and, kids' films a lot as well.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, we watched 10 minutes of it before she started trying to climb over everyone. Uh, kept shouting that dinosaurs are stupid. Uh, threw her sandwich on the floor. And then I just had to basically take her out. But she wanted to keep the 3D glasses. So I suppose that was uh, about £25 well spent. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, that was that was absolutely fair. I felt so angry that day. But we yeah,
1: had a good day, bless us. Yeah, I don't okay. want kids for a while.
0: No, and you won't have them if you're careful and use precaution. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so that is Gareth's film
1: review. Go and see The, the- Raid 2. I give it 9 out of 10. Wow. There you go.
0: Absolutely brilliant. So Guy, do you remember when you saw The Matrix reloaded in the cinema? Obviously not. No? You don't what were you doing at the time?
2: Being about fourteen.
0: <laughs> I suppose. Um Guy, what's the first film you saw in the cinema? Uh
2: the first film I have a memory of seeing at the cinema is Pokemon the movie.
0: Okay. Nice. My first film was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, a live-action film, uh, wow. followed by Pocahontas, then Toy Story. So that is a very strong lineup. Gareth?
1: Ah, man. Uh, Pokemon's pretty far back for me as well. I can't remember if there's one before that. Probably Pokemon, to be honest.
0: Excellent. So that sums up another great evening, another great day of podcastery. We're very sorry that Inside Mario didn't work out as well as it could have done, but that was because none of us have any core sort of chemistry. Between them. <laughs> We're very sorry. <laughs> and next week, we'll make sure we go back to the game show where all they do is answer very simplistic questions. <laughs> Goodbye. See ya. <laughs>